0: sliding this is the power
1: motion picnic hour hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the power motion picnic hour as always i'm your host dave and as always alongside me is
2: trevor hey hey, trevor how are you i'm just i'm doing quite well this evening yeah how about you,
1: Dave? <laughs> I'm, do, I'm doing good. I can barely stop talking. What a week. What a week in running it has been.
2: A huge week. Our, our Technically, our shortest week in running. Um,
1: so we recorded s-
2: s- five days ago? Saturday. This time I remember it was actually Saturday and not Sunday. Yep. And it is now Thursday.
1: It's now Thursday. And we actually saw each other three days ago and ran a race together. Incredible. Yeah. We ran, um, we ran the, what What was it called? The New York Road Runners, Brooklyn RUN 5K in Prospect Park on Monday evening. We saw our uh, special guest for this evening, Pierce Lydon. They were there running and taking first place in the, the non-binary division. We were uh, running a little farther back towards the middle of the pack, per usual. Yeah. Uh,
2: we did cross the finish line holding hands. We did. Um, it was my first road runners event and I, I was actually not officially part of the race. Um, so I did just kind of pace you without a bib.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. And I definitely think I ran faster with you pacing me. Um, and your, your smartwatch, nothing else you know, better together or whatever.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what time I would have run if I was just doing it based on the sense of smell as I usually do it. Yeah. I wasn't sure how much, like we, we discussed strategy a little bit, but ultimately we decided very Dave style to just go out and, and do what felt felt right at the time, which, you know, cause I was like, do you want me to, do you want me to sort of try to try to try to push you and like push a certain pace? Do we want to shoot for a certain pace? The only thing you gave me was a, a goal. Yeah. Um, which was a sub 25 sub 25 ride. and we
1: ran a 24
2: 52. yes it's so a- <laughs> it was it was very well paced with the exception of and i'm giving myself some credit here admittedly but i, I was like the whole race i was telling you how far ahead of pace we were i'm like don't worry we're, we're way ahead of pace
1: <laughs> until we weren't way ahead
2: anymore until,
0: until we got <laughs> until close we, to the end <laughs> and you
2: were like i think we got it well, I mean, as often happens on air, I was doing math incorrectly because um, I had forgotten about the last one. as like, I'm like, oh, it's just 0.1. Um But if we're running, uh, if we're running uh, six minute miles or, or no, we were running eight minute miles. So, you know, it's a decent amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Exactly. I was, like, I was like, we we might finish sub twenty four. <laughs> you forget that's because you forgot
1: about uh, that extra minute of running. Yeah. and yeah. So when we were, you know, back in the day when people didn't understand why they were teaching us the metric system in elementary school, right? This is this right. is why. This is why. Um, what a great race, though! I felt like because usually these roadrunner races, when I do them, most frequently they're in Central Park. This one was in Prospect Park, and. It was so jam packed. Uh, it was much more crowded than usual. I felt like, and that first mile was amazing. We we burned it. Yeah, it was, but I it was a, yeah, it felt like we were in Pamplona. Uh, it was just running around people, jumping over puddles and curbs, and it was a totally
2: wild scene. Like we, it was our fastest mile. I don't think we were past. I mean, we <laughs> we just took down Corral D. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I re- actually I remember seeing a couple runners like that were next to us at the start sort of like as we move forward i was like okay there that's our pace like we got to keep that up because yeah. we we ran like a according to my watch like a seven thirty first first mile pretty um, good which part of my pacing strategy was like was that like let's see how fast we can go on the first mile yeah then let's then let's give it like a little break so we can then sort of put in a kick at the end which i don't think we actually did not much of a kick <laughs> <laughs> like, it not much. I mean,
1: maybe technically a kick, but,
2: yeah. yeah uh, it was the last 100 feet or so when we joined hands. I think that was one. Yeah, yeah, a 100-foot kick. <laughs> well, <laughs> like the, the, hand, the hand holding might as us
1: as now. It might have. Yeah, um, we didn't we have to shave two seconds off that time. We just keep
2: our proper form. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but we did see special guest Pierce afterward. We saw the medal ceremony or trophy. They got... Um, some piece of hardware yeah there was a there was a i don't know what was it (laughs) uh maybe a maybe a plaque yeah some kind of plaque uh
1: congratulating them on their second consecutive first place finish in the non-binary division so pretty sweet but i also saw pierce at the retro for miler um saturday Mm -hmm. before the last episode which is when we first met and talked about um maybe uh taking this thing on the air bringing this show to the airwaves um, yeah they,
2: they were they were very um very open to the idea as I remember you telling me and um they jumped right on and it was i thought it was such a cool conversation and uh yeah and, and like yeah just just very appreciative of our of our special guest
1: yeah um, yeah thanks for coming on and we'll we'll cut to that a little bit later we probably have a few a few pieces of business we gotta get to first uh
2: um, probably should as always we're we're wasting time. Just, just going way off track.
1: Just talking about anything. There's, what do you, what do you have as far as a important business items that need to be discussed?
2: Yeah. Um, I, I, I do have a correction. Um, I have one too. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Fact check. Um, so, we were speculating on air, um, whether Courtney DeWalter was winning, the hard rock 100. She was, she, she turned out to win set a course record. So uh, just a phenomenal, like historical, you know, beyond belief, two races uh, to set course records at both Western States and hard rock by like huge margins, like both over an hour, both, both well over a power motion picnic hour. And um, in very like short time, there's only a couple weeks in between. And on air, we said, um, or at least I said, yeah, I think she's going to do it. Correct on that. Where I was incorrect was sort of trying to guess or trying to like speculate what the time might, might've been. And I was completely going off of no, no anchor, no baseline, <laughs> no, no reference. Yeah. You were you are Western making... States. I'm like, it's harder than Western States. You were like me running without a watch. I was. Um, and so it was not 18 hours. It was 26. Um, but that's the new female course record for hard rock. That's, a, uh, it, that's awesome. Yeah, it's harder. It's actually much harder. Um, I mean, yeah, what would that be? Almost almost eight hours harder, uh, nine hours harder. So, so there you have it.
1: Okay, well, there it is. And then my correction is similar, except you said 18. Uh, my correction is: I was. We got a. Someone wrote into the mailbag to tell me that there were not eight episodes in the third season of Twin Peaks. There were eighteen episodes
2: in the third season.
1: Yeah, the third. I had the first two seasons right. It's eight, and okay. it's twenty-two, and then I said eight again, but eight, twenty-two, then eighteen. So, anyway, right now we're what is this episode three of season two? Mm-hmm. The good news is that there are um, at least thirty-seven more episodes <laughs> of the Power Motion Picnic Gallery at least least. yeah Yeah.
2: and 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 i i'd say it's like a race we 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 might end up dnfing but um it's unlike a race in that we might not stop at 18 we might roll into a season four yeah so the, the listener i think i know the listener is a little bit concerned it's okay trying to buy a few more episodes um there may be episodes past that
1: and like it's like you know we took a 19 year break on this podcast and, and twin peaks took like a 25 year break right in the show. So it's pretty similar. Um, you know, we don't know if Twin peaks is done. We don't know when this is going to end. It's, it's pretty exciting. And I know I'm, I'm just, you know, I can't wait to find out what happens next.
2: Yeah. Well, in, in typical form, I'd say a power motion picnic hour being roughly on average 40 minutes, uh, very, very similar to our, uh, 19 year break relative to the 25 or 24 and twin peaks and
1: yeah episode length is unpredictable too i mean any any of our our longest listeners would know that the power motion picnic hour the original college radio show was originally a three-hour show (laughs) it's it's true (laughs) it started as it was sunday mornings from 3 to 6 a.m was our first time slot
2: we had we had a lot of filler Uh, oh in those shows yeah
1: we we had a room they they were like these guys they're gonna go on some tangents let's give them a three-hour slot uh (laughs) most in this in vermont so mostly listened to by farmers um, Mm
2: -hmm. or people Mm -hmm. who passed out without taking their radios off and little did little did the the original listeners know we would one day go on to become a popular running podcast
1: right you never know you never know what's gonna happen no that's just exciting
2: life's unpredictable
1: yeah life that's that's like the old expression life is like a college radio show sometimes 30 years later it reinvents itself as a popular running podcast
2: that's right (laughs) (laughs) i think that's how the old adage goes um yeah who in a major coup somehow land like the best non-binary runner in all of new york yeah for us as, as special guest number two yeah
1: to, for the last two races, so and and we'll see, and we'll hear more about that coming up that's has uh, been teased multiple times already at the beginning of this episode i have um oh do you have more mailbag? Um, let's see I do. I got a mailbag. Our listener wrote in to give me some specific advice and recommended that I do strides for speed, and I don't know if that if that's like uh if that's a thing or if that's just casual language, But four times or five times, 30 seconds, twice a week, sometimes on the hills.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, could you tell me what I have to do to follow this instruction? I'll take any advice.
2: So, yeah, I just need I that mean,
1: translated into language. I understand.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because because uh, Coach Friend talks about it, um, builds in strides. Yeah, it's all about I, I think it's about building sort of the. uh some of the mechanical components like the the efficiency of your of your running motion uh the more power you can drive and when you're running fast you're you're forced to run um efficiently i think and then even as you're slowing it down i I might just be making all this up by the way but um as i recall like doing short bursts of speed will improve your overall running like like quite substantially
1: okay that you know that feels right to me because sometimes I've talked about my, my chronic knee pain. Sometimes when I'm running and my knee is really hurting me, what I'll do is I'll just start running fast and it will kind of, it will kind of shake it out and then I'll slow back down after my knee feels better.
2: Yeah. And and it was explained to me that a stride is not a sprint. So don't like run as hard as you can. Like, like you're chasing after a basketball or something like, (laughs) like run at about like, a, like a good mile speed. So for you, I'd say I'd challenge you to run like, I don't know, seven minute pace, say for 30 second bursts. Like
1: how far do I space the
2: bursts? Uh, Two minutes, three minutes. Wait, wait until you feel like relatively like fully recovered. Okay. So I feel, yeah. yeah. So I feel heart rate down a little bit again. Yeah. And okay. repeat the, the coach always says, repeat the effort. So you don't want to like do your first really hard and then your fifth, like, poorly like Mm -hmm. do it at a pace that you can do each one at the same level okay um so maybe even take the first one like a little bit like softer and then and then you know ramp it up if you have to okay maybe i'll try that this weekend awesome we can talk we can follow up on that next time and and see
1: um what is that supposed to do for me
2: (laughs) that's uh I'll, i'll i'll ask i'll get some intel uh before next week uh yeah, maybe I'll get some intel. I'll tell you off pod, and then we can come back to it on our on our very first. Um, we have to come up with a name for it. But talking about that workout, we heard about.
1: Yeah, that segment. The new. Talk, uh, yeah, we'll write a new theme just for that segment. Um, talking yeah. about that work that workout that we just heard about. That's a, that's yeah. good. That that sings pretty well. We can make that rhyme. We can almost write this thing on air if we had if we had more time.
2: Yeah. Well, sometimes making it up on the fly yields. You know, yield some fruit. So um, let's see, other mailbag. I, you know, I'd love to talk about uh, Benet, the French runner who came in number two at Hard Rock, and the amazing mailbag post we got, um, which was, we just decided as a public service to share with the world uh, in the form of a post where Benet talked about in his interview, which was through a French translator, how he had seen. eight eight bears uh, in training and the ninth bear that he saw on the run was like in the trail, all the other bears had kind of left him alone. And then this bear was just in the trail. Um, And he said a phrase in French um, and, and he, and then he would then go on to say things like the, but you know, at that point he realized the bear did not speak French and uh, but eventually the bear moved out of the way and uh, watched him uh, in awe of what a strong runner he was, and he said all this like, <laughs> like very deadpan uh, to his translator. And he's like, he's like cracking up a little bit. And then the translator has a hard time getting it out. And then everybody just laughs. Uh, it was it was pretty awesome. Oh, that's great.
1: I got is there a video
2: of that? There's a video. Yeah, I gotta I gotta find it. actually. I just took a little screen grab from the video for uh, the post that you can check out on Instagram. I mean,
1: French can only be spoken deadpan, right? That's like the only way to do <laughs> That's it. That's like the
2: only way. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, maybe our maybe our listener in Belgium could write into the mailbag and, and give us their perspective on that. Um, but I, you, cool. I've i watched a lot of French films uh, over the years. And yeah, it's just a lot of deadpan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <it's a, laughs> Everybody talking like Jacques Brel uh, yeah. or Serge Gainsbourg, you know, like those. Yeah, that delivery.
2: Most, mostly laughing is is an appropriate response. Yeah, um, uh, you're 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 in on the joke in that case. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, what a mail what a mailbag this week is. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got one more. So okay. yeah, actually, I similarly had a, a recommendation come in separately for for strides. So. Um, I think I've got some homework. I'll go get you some more info on uh, what they're for, and okay. I, I should I should know that because I was just doing this at the start of the year, but I kind of <laughs> forget what it was what it was for. That's okay. we
1: it's, it's uh, this is the fun part of the of the running season where you just try to not get dehydrated out there running in yeah. the, running in the heat wave or possibly uh, Canadian wildfire smoke, depending on what you're dealing with on each given day.
2: Yeah, if if we had had Pierce after this segment as opposed to before they, they probably could have explained it to us too, but, um, that's true. But um, as, as our, uh, as our
1: popular podcast guests, no, we, we tend to reference them in episodes even after they haven't been on the show anymore. So hopefully the dialogue will continue,
2: um, yeah, into the future. Agreed. So last mailbag, um, recommendation about the, uh, the appearance of the zero sandals to, to be worn, uh, max maximum stylish this this listener recommends painting toenails
1: oh okay i'll do that that's uh sure I'm, I'm overdue for a pedicure as it is you know that that helps with uh, running having your it does. Uh, your it's nails a, well maintained
2: it goes from just another person running around in 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 teva-esque uh footwear to some badass who also has painted toenails.
1: Well, that's 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 good, and I'll and I'll pass that along to our female tester as well, who actually, right before we started recording, just um, left my apartment where she also lives, and
3: um,
1: <laughs> with the zero sandals strapped to her feet. Ooh, very to go, nice. To go for another run, and said, and as she was leaving, she said she felt like, um, like she's like she felt like a cat with things stuck to its paws, <laughs> and made that <laughs> kind of motion, and then and then went out. Those I like that, and then went out to. Uh, brave the streets of New York in zero sandals. So Whoa.
2: yeah, next time with some flair on the toes. Yeah, um, give it a shot. Um, I think that's about all. All I had. Um, should we move into song of the week?
1: Let's go to let's go to song of the week since um and maybe yeah since we have such a a packed packed itinerary agenda for this uh, episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so song of the week. This time, um, it was my turn, and like I, you had asked me to pick one, and so three weeks later, I obliged and <laughs> <to> finally <laughs> picked the song. Um, and uh, I, feel, I, feel like the last time I did a song of the week, I was talking about how all of the, all of the like, or most of the best bands these days are coming out of Australia. Mm-hmm. So I, and so I picked an Australian band last time. So I figured I'd pick another Australian band this time. Um, and so I picked the band uh, Civic from Melbourne. And the song we went with was "Blood Rushes." So this, I think, was the first time we did a song um, that we both knew, right?
2: Yeah, when you when you mentioned the song, I I I knew it right away. I've been I I had actually been running to it recently. It was a part of my uh, sort of I I don't know. I, I have this this running movement sort of playlist. Um, and I added it to that. Uh, although I don't often use the playlist, but every once in a while I think, all right, I got this stash of like songs that I thought at one point would be good running songs. So maybe I'll like throw it on at some point.
1: This is an exciting one because it's a very new song, right? It's from their, um, their latest full length album taken by force. which just came out in February. Yeah. So uh, contemporary music. So how, how did it run for you? I guess if it's on your running playlist, it runs well for you. Mm-hmm
2: it runs well for me yeah it, it ran well enough to to throw on the playlist and i i have run to it i didn't get to run to it since learning it was song of the week which we usually try to do but um but i did have a chance to listen to it a few times uh i like um guided by angels it kind of starts out and with a very good like strong drum beat Gates, which i know you've been doing a lot of running uh drumming recently i yep. don't know if uh but they're both very drum heavy intros
1: yeah and i feel like it's a good pace although this one is um slower right and so i feel like mm-hmm. it's even a little slower than the paces I usually run although it might be good for playlists where you're trying you're trying to use to increase your distance and, and run slow to increase your distance mm-hmm. um, i think if if i was like the drummer for this band and we were playing this song i feel like we, after we finished they'd be like that was great everyone um a little fast <laughs> <laughs> They, would, they would tell me i was drumming too fast uh this is one of those but it's a great tempo because uh that was kind of like getting that groove which is cool for a, a hard rocking song
2: yeah yeah no it's definitely got a groove i say that i say it runs i say it runs um All right. yeah it had a, like a very good like sort of surf sort of groove almost and i i Was feeling that, and then I I read their own self description, which I thought sort of nailed it for me. Like what I was attempting to sort of like what I was feeling about it, which is they said we're sort of like something like between 1984 and uh, the Endless Summer soundtrack, Um, and I was like, "That's yeah, that's kind of it."
1: Yeah, and I know I know those guys say they 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 want to harken back to like Australian. You know, punk rock bands from the seventies, like the Saints mm-hmm. and Radio Birdman, which which feels right. But also, even to me, I just hear when I hear Civic, I kind of feel some I don't know, some late Stooges, early solo Iggy, uh, some mm-hmm. mid mid seventies Iggy. I feel that too. So, anyway, it's welcome. It runs. It's our equivalent of two thumbs up. Um, Siskel and Ebert, if they rated it, would both give it a oh, I don't run. Um, <laughs> will we, will we, give it our, our two, yes, it runs. Um, yes it runs. and then this overlaps into this week, actually. Um, cause I ran to it today and I, I ran to it yesterday. Um, and before I did, I, I cartwheeled right into the gear shed and I, uh, I pulled out, um, pulled out something I mentioned last week, a pair of skull candy, mini and mighty dime two wireless earbuds. And uh, I, I've worn them twice, once, once running on a treadmill and once lifting weights. Mm-hmm. And um, they've, they've, they're pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, they. Uh, I had, uh, I've had one fall out twice. So at some point, one's going to fall out and bounce into the Hudson River,
2: <laughs>
1: which <laughs> will make me feel good about only spending $25, which is one of the perks of these headphones. Oh, d- deal alert. Yeah, they fit they fit pretty well. They're easy to use for my technologically challenged brain. Um the only problem is they didn't get that loud, I felt like. So mm. because of that, I'm giving them uh three and a half units in my review. Right. in my review.
2: That's fair. Yeah. As listeners know, we receive we receive no no remuneration yet from, from Skull Candy and after that review maybe never will, but um yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, you, you need the volume. That's a that's a key feature of the of the headphone. Former future sponsor Skull Candy.
0: <laughs> their
2: their <laughs>
1: lowest gear shed review ever. Uh, that's okay. Uh, we'll yeah. see.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe it's just a, the starting point and a, a discussion that'll end with a, a Power Motion Picnic Hour Signature Series wireless <laughs> headphones.
2: Man, these things fit my ear, and the volume works so well. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll illicit. If they put my name on it or, or our faces on the box, then that review could change pretty quick. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I mean maybe they'll be
1: responsive to the feedback. Um, maybe they're listeners and they'll write into the mailbag and and attempt uh, to attempt to issue it a, a response as a correction that, <laughs> that we actually got the rating wrong <laughs> and Skull Candy Mini and Mighty Dime twos are a five
2: out of five unit uh, review in the gear shed. I think a little, a little controversy might be, might be good for um, sort of the, 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 the visibility of the power motion picnic hour might, might drum up a little activity and uh, in the running world. Yeah. Um, All right. Well um, I think so next week uh, we might have a very special uh, episode. Um, I'm going to record from, I think, New Hampshire right before, Friday when I am hopefully doing the the presidential traverse. Well, maybe let's do
1: a little a little preview of that episode. But first, maybe let's go uh, go check in on our interview with Pierce Sliden that we recorded and uh, and see what they had to say and learn a little bit about little about Pierce and all of Pierce's recent running weekend running and uh, and we went even further back than weekend running since this is pretty much our first conversation. That's right. All right, let's do it. This is the power motion picnic hour. Pierce, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for joining us. And we always like to have the the special guests introduce themselves, right, Trevor?
2: Yeah, it can be you can just say your name, um, or you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Your your choice.
3: Sure. Uh, I'm Pierce uh, Pierce Leiden. I am 34. I've been running for a bit. Uh, I did win uh New York Road Runners top non-binary runner in age 30 to 34 category last year, so that was cool. I got for the like, whole a, year? I got like oh. a little, they sent me like a little Tiffany plate. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's pretty uh, cool. And I did not go to the dinner because I was in Costa Rica, but it's cool that that I won. Yeah, that's uh, also cool. Wow. That's very yeah. cool. And uh yeah, I don't know. That's me. That's but that's my running shit anyway. There's a that's bunch cool. of other stuff, I guess. But what, ty-
2: what, what type of running did you do in high school?
3: Uh I was a hurdler. Nice. I was I, I ran you? a i i ran a real slow fifty-fives. <laughs> I was like an eleven second fifty-five hurdler. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I never got 55. three steps down.
2: I always did the 110 was like my best and then did you ever do the 300 i didn't but i would get tapped to do steeple chase
3: every once in a while which is not hurdling. and we did we're not able to practice that at high in my high school but uh, the way that my high school would win track events is that they would never they would never turn anybody down from the team so we would just Mm -hmm. roll up with like 300 kids sometimes it felt like and like (laughs) they'd be like all right how many we got today how many relay teams can like you, you could you could you could input as many teams as you wanted in I guess your Catholic high school track events. So the Uh-oh. hurdlers would turn into like team Z Z Z of like the <laughs> the four by four and we're all like this isn't a distance we ever run. We have Fridays off. We don't even practice every day.
1: <laughs> um well, the Catholic the Catholic division. I, uh, I, I played CYO basketball when I was in middle school, but that was my last and maybe only run in was Catholic competitive sports.
3: Well, I, I went to, to public school for like, you know, grammar school and middle yeah. school. So, like, we didn't really have teams unless you played like the PAL leagues or whatever. And we just didn't do that. I, I grew up in Queens and I could have done it, but I just didn't do any of those sports. And uh, I played hockey growing up, also, like uh, roller cool. hockey. And so when I went to high school, I didn't make the ice hockey team. I was like, oh, I guess I'll my dad was like, join the join the track team. I was on the track team. I went to the yeah. same high school with my dad. <laughs> um uh, but he was like a decathlete, he was like a middle distance runner, some cross country, and he was he has supposedly he still has racewalking uh records at our school. But race walking is just not an event anymore in high school
1: athletics. You know, what is race walking?
3: Uh, it's, it's very specific walking because you can't have both feet off the ground at any given time. Okay. So what it always, if you look at like clips of it, it just looks like a bunch of dudes with really clenched butt cheeks.
1: Yeah. It's like, there's a commercial with um, Chris Paul doing that, I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And cool. like, and like, and like, they're just like wiggling oh,
2: yeah. because so they have wiggly. to
3: make sure they have to make sure their heels keep touching because if your heel doesn't hit first if you don't heel strike you're running
2: i was always wondering the reason for the 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 wiggling i thought it was more of like a you know like did you ever use the um really the roller racers when you were when you were a kid that like you, you like you, you sit of, on them yeah you oh, yeah. Like move the front like both ways and the 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 wheel goes and it propels you forward i was i was thinking it was more <laughs> like that kind of thing
3: think it's just to keep keep the stride yeah that makes a lot more sense going so that you like always make sure to heel strike so that you never so that you never go up to your i mean the, i think like the world record in race walking for the mile is like is like pretty fast
1: yeah, yeah. it's probably faster than i run a mile <laughs> it probably is we should yeah, check it. We'll, this, we'll, yes.
2: we'll, we'll have our fact checkers which are basically just us if we remember after the episode we'll we'll look it up and my bet is fastest race walking mile definitely beats probably both of our fastest
1: miles well, yeah i don't know what mine is it's been a long time since i've tried to run a fast mile probably since i don't know maybe the track team in high school but that wasn't my event um pierce i did look up your times to recent races on the new york road website, website i think i saw that you ran a 515 mile
3: i did run a 515 at um the fifth avenue mile last year that's killer are you,
1: are you gonna do that race this year
3: i am i'm doing that one in brooklyn mile
1: Okay, I gotta sign um, up. I wanna, I
3: wanna find out <laughs> how fast I can run a mile. It's, it's really fun. I like, I think I like the Fifth Avenue mile more than I like the Brooklyn mile. The Brooklyn mile is on Kent, and Kent kind of like turns. Yeah. And you end at the, at the waterfront park, right? So, okay. it's weird because you get to a point where you're like, I think it should be over now, but it still has a little more because it's felt a little bit longer for some reason.
1: Yeah. Whereas
3: the Fifth Avenue mile, you're like. If I see park still, I'm, I just know I'm not done because I have yep. to get basically out of the park. Um, yeah, last year was last year was a bit of a. Uh, it was so my girlfriend and I run together a lot uh, for these races. She yeah. started running more like when we met about a year and a half ago. Uh, oh, I guess almost two years ago. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't get that wrong. Uh, two year anniversary coming up. We'll edit um, it out so that you yeah. got it exactly correct. Yeah. Uh, so. She's a she's a CrossFit person, oh, and cool. she's like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna run. That seems like a lot. And I got her to do like a like a virtual 5K once, and she was like, that was cool. I like medals. I oh, medals are cool. It's like races are cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, her first real race was uh was an NYC runs half marathon. I did the half marathon. She did the 5K on the oh, same cool. event. Like that. The fir- like we'd only been dating for like three months. And she was like, that was cool. I like races. Let's do more of those. And yeah. now she's done her nine plus one. But when we were getting to the Fifth Avenue mile last year, like we bike into Central Park whenever races yeah. we is there. And we're like clipping along. We had to be up at like 5 30 in the morning, you know, because yeah. we're not biking super fast. And she gets a flat. And then the, or she doesn't even get a flat. She, the, um, the, the, the chain gets tangled. And it gets tangled in a way where I, we stop and for 20 minutes, I can't, un, I'm like, I don't even know yeah. what's happening here. We have stranger. to throw this bike in the river. Yeah, like a stranger <laughs> tries to help us. Like, that doesn't help at all. It maybe makes yeah. it worse. Yeah. Now she's freaking out because we're running out of time. And, oh, yeah. And, and I think she had an earlier heat than me because she's slower. So oh, okay. it uh, yeah. was the, uh, the opposite the of opposite what normally happens. Yeah, 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 And so I was like, don't worry. We'll just get on the subway. I'll take the bikes. Like, whatever. When We found a place to... There's, like, nowhere to tie your bike up in Central Park. And so... Yeah when we finally found a place, it was still like a mile away from where the start of the race was. So she, to had, the to, starting
0: she <laughs> had to run a mile to the starting I was that's like, great. I feel like
3: 30 minutes. Yeah, she yeah. like, she like along. jogged to the, to the starting line and then uh, had to run her mile, like almost immediately. Whereas I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna
1: yeah, yeah. Over. that's so funny. My
3: best mile though is five thirteen. That was a oh. mile, probably twenty nineteen. Yeah. Oh, Cool. 29. It was a while ago
1: that's a fast time yeah i have i have a similar me and my girlfriend have a similar history of running she started i've always liked to run slowly but, but i've always liked to run and I, I was on the track team in high school too and uh and during like um pandemic lockdown we started running um and you needed needed stuff to do and so she went from she's a good athlete but she went from being not much of a runner to now she's in the nine plus one program and she's uh, just did her first half um in May. Oh, hell yeah yeah. So yeah, building up, building up to planning on doing New York next year. So
3: Hell yeah. Exciting. Question, how much did she train for her first half? Like, was she worried about it and then like trained a ton or was she like, ah, I'll be fine.
1: She was training. Like she uh, initially, maybe like three months out, she got on a real calendar, you know, and was doing a certain amount every day. And then I think just work and other things just got so hectic that, the last few weeks or maybe even the last month she really could barely train uh but luckily i think a half is a little more doable with under training than like a, a full marathon um because yeah. i yeah. ran my i ran my first marathon in may and uh and i think i trained Rath. a lot oh thank you i think i trained a lot but it was it was rough i it uh, went a little it was a little tougher than i thought it would although it was yeah it was a lot of fun
3: uh marathons are always I've, so i've done three now um My first one I did in 2018 before I basically, so I started like, I didn't run for a really long time. I didn't really do sports in general. Um, And then my dad, there was one year he ran like four marathons in a year. It was like 20, I want to say like 2015, 2016. And I was like, my dad is like, and he wasn't in great shape. And then he like suddenly really was because he was running so much. and so he's like 55 he ran like four marathons in a year i was like that sounds cool like yeah. but i was like hey dad like you ever want to hang out i'll go do a 5k or something with you and he was like yeah okay, sounds great and because uh, we don't really have anything in common so uh, <laughs> running could be a thing that we talked about yeah and uh then he kind of stopped running and i kind of just kept doing it and doing my little 5ks here and there and like I did a Prospect Park 5k in like 2019 that I won because it was like a charity 5k and it wasn't yep. like super competitive but I was like oh cool and then I, I ended up li- moving to Crown Heights and so I lived so close to Prospect Park I could just kind of train all the time and when I moved there I was like oh man I'm turning 30 soon it would be cool if I did like a marathon before I turned 30 so that I decided that in January like right after I turned 29 um, I, my birthday's in December so um I was like all right it's just the end of January I got like Three or three or four months to train until like the end of May. I mean, yeah, I'll just do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't look up any training programs. I didn't really do anything. I was just like, I'll just like run, right? That's all you got to do. Seems pretty easy. (laughs) It Um, works,
1: right? I mean, that's my approach, and my results have been mixed. But you seem like you've had better results with that approach than me.
3: It was really interesting, though. I had become so comfortable at five k's and like even the occasional ten k that I was like, I can't like. There was a while where I was like, I can't imagine running ten miles so i did the queen's marathon was my first marathon nyc runs race oh uh, cool which uh nyc runs is fine they run nice races but the course <laughs> for that race is god-awful
1: is there just it, cars driving through it the whole time and, no <laughs> that's it's, what
3: I it's just that that flushing meadows park is really big but oh, yeah. it is but it is like so under construction and poorly maintained as a park mm. that so many of the pack the paths are like they were like not open so it it was a path that was a 5k. Okay. We did, we did eight loops Yeah, it, I did a 5k it was,
1: there. It was probably that that loop, but a Yeah, million yeah times a ago. million
3: turns and like yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's and so <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the, the week before I'm like, let me try to do 20. So I do 23. And I was talking to somebody who was like, "Why would you do that?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "You're supposed to taper. You're supposed to like run less. Like that. you should have done should have done your 23 like 3 weeks ago and then like tapered down into being ready for 26.
1: Yeah, um, but you also have to do what your heart tells you to do. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> really? You go out I'll, and beat that person at the race. Yeah. <laughs> and then the race was really small. It was maybe 100 people. And oh, okay. I ran a 3.16.15. I was very happy with. Nice. Still my PR. I still have not run faster than that. Um, and yeah. But I remember getting to... But my dad came to the race. My dad, everybody really loves it. My dad comes to races. And I say everybody, but I mean like strangers love Uh it. Because when they realize at the end of the race that like I'm talking to this, that's your who is this guy? I'm like, oh it's my dad. Like, he was cheering for me. I was like, Yeah, he doesn't know you. He will just cheer for people running. That's great. That's awesome. And that loop is so weird that he could run to different points on the lap, like, pretty easily. Yeah. And, And like cheer me on at different points yeah, yeah just, that's right because it's the it's circle and yeah it's like it's, in on itself yeah yeah it's like a, and bunch i of remember figures. i remember him seeing me like as i'm about to go into lap eight and i've seen the mile 26 marker since like the first lap and i'm just like i can't believe i have to do this again oh, i know i'm dying and i i'm about to go out and he's like all right all right looking good catch the guy green uh gray shorts gray shorts and i'm like dad not catching anybody. <laughs> just trying yeah, to I get started, through this. To
1: survive. <laughs> That's amazing. That reminds me of when I when I just ran the Providence Marathon in May. Uh, I was running with one of the pace groups for a while, so I was running right. with like the same people for like the first ten or eleven miles before I started to run into trouble and uh, slowed down you and you separated. Uh, yeah, just, I decided just to by falling
2: back a bit. Yeah, yeah
1: I started my own group, and uh, <laughs> one of the one of the women in our group. Uh, her husband kept, he was cheering for her so loudly, but you know, this race is like, this wasn't like running around the park. It was like an out and back, right? It was like 13 miles South of Providence, 13 miles back in and he would cheer for her. And then he would run back to his car and then you'd see him drive by cause the roads weren't closed <laughs> and then he would yell and cheer for her from the car. And then we'd pass him again up ahead and he would be cheering for her again. Okay. And then he would pass us again. He did. It was, yeah, it was amazing. And he would do this like twice a
3: mile. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's dedication right there. That's the cheering squad you need.
1: He was great. And then since we were running as a, as a pace group, then he started cheering for all of us, like about four miles in. Cause then he started recognizing us. Cause we were all together for so long. And yeah, it was actually, it was pretty great. Um, similar vibe to your dad at, <laughs> in the park. Um, if it just, like, was a menace with keeping his eyes off the road. It and... <laughs>
2: <laughs> was pretty cool though. It was pretty cool. Um, so one maybe one last kind of like running foundational type question, but what do oh. you have like a favorite length? Uh, what's your best length? And is it also your favorite or are those two different things?
3: You know, I, I training for that first marathon got me the distance bug. The half is my favorite distance. I mean, I run a fast half marathon. I'm a, I'm a, I, my my PR is now 124. At the time, it was like 128. Oh yeah. Um, so like, I'm running a. I know for me, it's like, oh, it's like less than a movie. Um, to to run a half marathon, but I find it a little easier to train for. It's like less like those 16 and 18 and 20 mile runs when you're training for a full. Oh, yeah. Are brutal sometimes. Especially well, like you
1: were saying that that 23 mile run because yeah, I did one like that training that was 20 and then just like. My feet hurt. Yeah. Like I couldn't. I couldn't run for like a week after that. Well, yeah, because you're trying to get
3: used to like time on feet. Yeah. Anything else?
2: Yeah, and you're, you're you're. I mean, you're fast. You're clearly fast. I mean, we at least. I think Dave met you at a at a road runners event. I met you for the first time when you had yep. just won uh, your division at at uh, the Brooklyn 5K just last week. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, they, and so, like every every race that like we've been to you've you've won
1: (laughs) it's true it was a yeah exciting exciting week for this group as far as the three of us for winning races
3: i will say it is a small division i'm uh, even in a race with four thousand five thousand people i'm only really running against maybe like 50 (laughs) the most i've ever run against is during like the front runners uh pride uh four miler because oh yeah there were so many
1: there were so many people there in general right like there were like Twelve <laughs> thousand yeah, huge, huge race, yeah, huge huge field in general. That was an awesome race. Um, yeah, that was so
3: fun. But there are definitely a few folks who are in my division, uh, Jay Soul, and uh, I'm probably pronouncing their last name wrong, and, and Jacob Caswell, who are monsters. Like absolutely, they're yeah. so fast, they put me to shame. Um, I'm always I'm always happy to see them because I like running with them, and they make yeah. me want to run really fast. Um, but I also know I'm like okay, cool, not maybe not placing today. Oh, really? <laughs> t- t-
2: takes the pressure off a little bit. Oh yeah,
3: it's it, like they're both super super fast, and I love I follow them both on Strava mostly so I can steal their workouts. Nice, <laughs> nice.
1: I got to get on Strava, don't I? We talk
3: about that yeah, sometimes on here. Little, how how yeah, I'm not yeah. on it, and I should be. Uh, I don't know that you, you're. I don't know if legally you're allowed to have <laughs> a running podcast and not be on yeah, Strava. That's
1: true. <laughs> oh God damn it! I'm gonna go lock the door though. <laughs> The police are gonna do a no-knock arrest on me, um, but yeah, okay, I'll do it. I think I have to buy like a, a smartwatch though, right? To be honest, about it. right? Uh, well, you don't,
2: you don't need it because you could just start it in the app. Yeah, I my phone. That. Yeah, it's it's a little bit less accurate that way, but it but it's fine. You could do that tomorrow. Although we did, um, it appears we do a segment which is uh, listener mailbag each each week, which is really just people that like send us DMs on Instagram or. Text or whatever, or just happen to see us and talk to us. But uh, yeah, one listener was was uh, commenting Dave about how much of an inspiration your your sort of like analytics free, just soul running, free running is. Yeah. Um, and he, and he was saying it's something he wants to get back to. In fact, he's gonna he'll still record, so you know, eventually go back and look. But he's gonna stop looking at the Strava for a bit because in a kind of a dark place with his running right now. Okay,
1: yeah, it might be good. It might be good for the mental state. It's, I don't know if it's good for like achieving goals, you know. Like I was saying, right, what was right, right, what race yeah. was oh at the at the retro 4-miler um, where where we first met. It's so funny because I thought <laughs> I didn't think I was going to PR, but I thought I was going to and my PR for that was 31:59, but I thought I was in my head I was like I bet this is going to be like a 32:20. Like that's like what my <laughs> my my completely uh Whatever unplugged brain thought I was running, and then I, you know, got my phone for bag check after and looked it up, and it was a thirty-three fifty-nine. <laughs> it was my slowest one <laughs> of the year when I thought when I thought it was my second fastest. So I don't know, but but I had a great time. So
3: that was a good race. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, um, but- I I will say that I was not a like I I wasn't a watch person for a long time. Yeah. and I'm pretty stubborn about that stuff. Like when I first started really getting into distance running, I was only using um, Runkeeper, and uh-huh. I only used Runkeeper instead of Strava because it did this thing at the time where it would sync your your pace, like your um, cadence, with music. It would uh-huh. like sync with Spotify. Like it, mm-hmm. it, like you didn't need anything else. It just you just need Spotify and Runkeeper, and you told Runkeeper like you play my Spotify at speed i'm going essentially and so my cadence would be like 165 or 170 steps of, you know whatever so it would only give me songs of that speed that i already liked or oh. that what it was recommending to me and it would fade in and out so like wow. if if the song was going to like change tempo significantly yeah. um or if it you would...
1: change tempo does it do that
3: no that was the only okay. thing if i slowed down it yeah. wasn't great so it was better for shorter runs where you're trying to like and and but that did kind of teach me like oh i kind of know what i am at i know what 7:30 pace feels like because that's mm-hmm. what i was running at the time um because i was doing lots of like two and three mile runs where i was like oh i only have like 15 minutes today all right let me just get two yeah. in and just be done with it um but i got a chorus watch i guess during right before the pandemic or first christmas of the pandemic i don't remember but um There's i now never, <laughs> yeah i now never take it off like i okay. use it all the time and it has i used to see it as a bit of an impediment to exactly what you're talking about like sometimes it's just nice to go out and run yeah mm-hmm. um and be like oh i know this route so i know i'm doing about this distance and that's fine with me um but especially as like because i like racing so much and maybe i'm just too competitive like it was frustrating for me to hit walls and be like, I feel like I can't run faster um, because using only my phone to track instead of like the using a watch, like it's not measuring heart rate. It's not really measuring, um, it's not it, the GPS is not as accurate um, on your phone as it is on the watch. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like a thousand different things that are actually, I think, really helpful. Um, and the, my, you know, the next race I have coming up is this like backyard ultra um, up in Maine, last man standing. And I have to practice like heart rate. Like it's all heart rate. And it's it's keeping heart rate in like zone two, which is 138 to 150 beats per me. So it's just like how do I live in that area? And it's impossible to do without a heart rate monitor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the watch is really helpful. And then when I go on a run and I see like ninety percent zone two, I'm like, hell yeah, that's a great run. I don't care I don't really care how far it was, and I don't really care um what the speed was because I'm, I need to like settle into this like forever pace. Yeah. So and you can,
1: and you can run zone two for, yeah. Until you, until you dehydrate and hopefully, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully, but, I mean, that's the goal anyway. Yeah. Until your feet uh, completely fall off from your, from your body. Um, that's, I was, yeah, I was talking to, I didn't know about any of that stuff until very recently, but I was talking to a runner who they did their marathon pace and not even because you're talking about an ultra, right? But they did their, their marathon pace based on, Heart rate, and I don't know if it was zone two or whatever, but that's how they were doing it, um, mm-hmm. and they they seemed to have a you know pretty successful time with that approach. Yeah, cool. Um, we it's it's funny. This is this portion of this episode has been the most um, me me and Trevor usually get way off topic like a million times <laughs> <laughs> in this podcast, and, and stop talking about running right, and often we we go on digressions about music. Um, because we're both musicians. Um, but you're a musician as well. So I figured yeah. I'd, before we run out of time, I figured I'd give you a chance to <laughs> say something about music or uh, that, or tell us something you like to run to or, or even plug your band if you want.
3: Oh, cool. Yeah, I play in a band called Power Trash. We're like a post punky something, something band. We're probably not that bad to run to, but I'd never run to us because I think that would be weird. Um, but we put two singles out last year uh, that are uh, their names are references to Point Break. Because uh, I love nice. that movie. Um, <laughs> but what I run to, okay, I, race, I only race to Paramore. Oh, I on, really? I only, I only listen to Paramore. I don't awesome. know why. It just, like, works. It just, like, I don't know. It gets me there. Like, uh, yeah. Runner's High is very real. And yeah. sometimes just, like, I like grooving and just, like, having a good time. And it makes me smile. So if I'm yeah. having a bad race or a rough time, yeah, Right Song pops up. Good to go. Um, I used to do five Ks to only two songs at a time, though. I would just put them on repeat, and it was January oh. ni- January nineteen seventy nine by Me Without You, and okay. um, um, No Son of Mine by Every Time I Die. Okay, I would just, I would just loop those on repeat because they are both they're pretty fast songs, and so and January nineteen seventy nine especially has such a steady beat to it. That I was like, oh, I'll just like lock in on this and like be good to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going
1: to try all of these uh, at least before our next episode and and see see if they work for me. Because we find Trevor and I that we have a a big overlap of songs that work for running for both of us. But then there's things that then there's differences because there is a personal, you know, it's what works for you. What gets you pumped up? Because there's a lot of it's mental, right? And and a lot of it's where your brain goes when you're running. Mm. Um, But so I'm going to try those and see if those work for me. I, but to add to that i can i have run to myself and i enjoy <laughs> and I, I don't listen to my, my recordings that much um
3: but i like running to myself every now and then <laughs> i don't know if i would want to hear my voice yelling at me while
1: yeah.
3: doing a thing that i'm already yelling at myself in my head for <laughs> i will say though for distances over a 10k i won't listen to music
1: yeah i don't i don't I run I, li- I only listen to music if i'm running on a treadmill if i'm outside i actually never put headphones in um but, uh, and I should add, I only listen to things of myself that are like older. I can't listen to anything like recent. Okay. Like, if I recorded it, like I did, I've been on album last year, I can't, I'm not gonna run to that. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like something that I did like 10 years ago, I can listen to that. And it's kind of, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it actually it's because it makes me feel younger. And so, um, it makes me feel faster or something. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know that was A doctor or a, a brain doctor. Um, okay. Well, I, I think it does look like we're, um, running out of time over here. Um, so, Pierce, thank you so much for coming on. Uh you for having me. Yeah, this has been wonderful. I'm sure I'll see you soon on the New York Roadrunner
3: scene. Next one for me is the Five Mile Team Championships.
1: Okay, I'll be there. Oh, cool. you have a team, right?
3: Uh, yeah, Beast from Reese. We're on Instagram, at Beast from Reese. Uh, we're a triathlon group, but we do a lot of runs, and we're always, we're always at the races. Uh, and also, shout out to New York Tri, uh, they do the Rockaway Sprint Try in September, and it's really fun. Everybody should sign up. It's a really good race.
1: Hell yeah! Awesome. awesome. Okay, that's a well. good note to go out on. Um,
2: yeah. Oh, and, and come come to our uh, community <laughs> mile, the Power Motion Picnic Hour. We're oh, hosting okay. it at some point this summer. At some
1: point, I'll send you info about it.
2: We'll <laughs> yeah. do. All right. Thanks, Pierce. Thanks, awesome. Chris. Thanks so much, guys. This is the Power. Of-
1: what a great conversation. Thank you so much, Pierce, for coming on. We had a great time talking and uh, yeah, that was really awesome. Um, Thank you, Pierce. Yeah. So Trevor, right before we cut away to that interview, um, I think you were going to, you started telling us a bit about your uh, upcoming race next week.
2: Yeah. So um going to be up in uh, New Hampshire getting ready to run the presidential traverse. So be doing the the podcast remote for the first time uh, next Thursday night. We've, we've sort of planned and um, I think we are going to talk a little bit about um, sort of, you know, plans for the race. We can c- compare those with the results maybe once, once they're available. Um, I think we can talk, we can pull out a very special gear shed where we go through the, the pack, uh, the setup for the Prezi and, um, and maybe talk a little bit about the history of the Traverse and uh, some of the controversy surrounding, like, FKT routes and what is an FKT and even even such fundamental things as what is a presidential traver- uh, Traverse. Wow. I mean, that's all very exciting. I can't wait to learn about all
1: of that. It sounds like on the heels of a really big running week at the Power Motion Picnic Hour, we have an equally big week following it up. That's very exciting. I can't wait to hear mostly about your time up there and and I'll fill in a little bit about my um, strides for speed. I might give you a song of the week. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I like that. That's the, that's the power motion picnic promise. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You might get a song of the week. (laughs) Tune in and find out.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Big teaser. Wow. I'm excited. I can't, I can't wait till next week already. Yeah. Spoiler alert! It might happen. <laughs> yes, yeah, spoiler alert. We don't know. Um, okay, well, yeah, what what a week it's been. I think we're running out of time over here at the Power of Motion Picnic Hour, popular running podcast. Um, we've you know we we always say it's it's a non elite running podcast, but it it felt a little closer to elite this week. So we'll see we'll see if that continues as well. But as we always say in the Power of Motion Picnic Hour, until next time. Onward.
3: Like grooving.
0: This is the power motion picnic
3: hour. And just like having a good time.